Warning, this podcast is super, and I mean super explicit. Please, if you don't want to hear it, don't listen. Thank you. We are back at it again um, with a new episode. This one might be interesting to some. It might put off somebody else. I really don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> this one is about my relationship that lasted almost a year and really broke my heart and I broke his and it was just, it was a bunch of shit. But anyway, if you want to hear about all that and like all the kinky shit we did, keep listening. If you don't, then wait for the next one. This one is going to hurt. Um, this guy has a very special place in my heart and will always, and it's still kind of fresh but not really so if i pause or like get emotional please excuse me but he was really honestly the first dude i've like completely loved and when we broke up it fucking sucked like it really fucking sucked but as a background um I met him from Tinder. Uh, He seemed really cute and really nice. And weird, weird coincidence. He looked like my stepdad when my stepdad was younger. Now he's like old and fat. But he used to be hot and in the military and all that jazz. Well, this dude... Excuse me, hold on. Sorry, (laughs) I had to take my earring out. Anyway, this dude looked almost exactly like him when he was younger. And I was like, this is kind of creepy, but you're hot. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, there's no family strokes. I don't, I'm not into that shit. He was just a fine man that happened to resemble my stepfather. Anyway, we started talking and we had our first date. And it went super well. We were, like, picking on each other. And it was a real sexual conversation, even though uh, we weren't planning on it. Like, it was a bunch of silly jokes and, like, joking around about booking and all this shit. And I can't remember if it was the first or the second date, but we ended up in his car and me giving him head (laughs) uh usually that doesn't happen on a tinder date but i was really into this guy and yeah yeah anywho's uh so i gave him head and he was shooketh to the core And he brought it up sometimes. He was like, I still can't believe you did that. Like, first or second date. You just... I was not expecting that. I was like, I was neither. But shit happens. And I was feeling you. And yeah, I wanted to say thanks. (laughs) But after that, we went out more. um, Talked a lot. A lot on the phone. Like, texting and all that jazz. Um... 
it was a very sexual relationship from the start because he told me he had a high sex drive and then I I was like same dude like same and he had a place with a roommate when I first met him and I remember <laughs> the first time I came over uh, the roommate was gone for the night but came back the next day and I was like totally butt-ass naked in uh, M's bed and he said his roommate came in to borrow some toilet paper or something and saw my whole titties like all of my titties were out of the blanket and he's like good job I was like fuck man fuck Thank God I never saw his roommate, though, because that would have been fucking awkward as shit. <sighs> yeah. His his roommate was, like, never there and ended up, like, moving out really soon after me and him met. So we had this place by ourselves, and it was kind of hot. Um, we <laughs> one time we were trying to fuck in the shower. Um, emphasis on the try, because... This piece of shit shower had, like, the freestanding poles for the shower curtain. So, anytime you would, like, tug on it, the fucking shower pole would come down with the shower curtain. So, that was a fiasco, because that shit kept falling on us, and we're just like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, so we stopped doing that in the shower. Um, a lot of fucking in the bedroom... We even went to the apartment pool a couple times. Um, a lot of free titties in the pool. A lot of uh, groping in the pool. And then one day, we were fucking in the pool. Straight up fucking in the pool in the middle of this complex. And he came in the pool. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, what the fuck? And he's like... Uh, I didn't mean to do that. And I was like, I mean, it was kind of hot. But anyway, yeah, that was fun. Um, after that, he moved in with his friends because the lease and all that was too expensive with just him. So he moved in with them and they were super awesome. Still love them to this day. Um, but every time I would come over... I'd be polite and cordial and, like, stay downstairs for a little bit. But it always ended up being in his bedroom. <laughs> Even if we were just, like, watching TV or whatever, it always ended up in his room. Which was kind of nice. Anyway. <sighs> lot, lot of memories in that bedroom. And I apologize <laughs> for his roommates because I know there is no way they did not hear us fucking like all the time there is no way and we do it like before dinner eat dinner and then go back upstairs and then do it again <laughs> and it was like bananas um but we never really saw each other through the week because we'd be working and i live in a different town and he works from home but he didn't at the time so um, he was actually working. Well, he ended up working from home even before the pandemic. 
Um, and it was, it kind of got rocky because he, he literally worked two hours a day and did nothing else but play games and all this shit. So he had all the free time in the world to text me and all this. And I am a terrible texter and never really texted him back, which was my bad, but whatever. Um, I'm getting way ahead of myself, though. Before, <laughs> wee, 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 wee. before he moved in with these amazing roommates and before we were clapping cheeks a lot, um, he just got out of his old apartment. Because he couldn't afford it. Well, I was really into him and we kept going on dates and it was really lovely. And we even like went to a concert together and it was about six months, five or six months of us dating. And I was like, damn, I really love this dude. Like, really. And then uh, he wanted to like move he was talking about moving in together and like settling together and I was like in theory yes that's awesome but then reality hit me and I'm like I am 23 I think I was actually 22 at the time I can't remember maybe 23 anyway and I had just started fucking at 21 and I was like look <laughs> I don't really want to be tied down right now. Like, I love you to death, but, but, I feel like I'm trapped really soon in my life, and I don't like that. And he was not down for any kind of two-on-two dude, three-way shit, which most guys aren't. It's fine. But that's what I want, kind of, at least one time. Is two dudes at once. That would be great. But he was not having it. And uh, there's a bunch of other reasons. But those were the main ones. Like I just felt like I was trapped too soon. And yeah. I wanted to be a hoe god damn it. But okay. Enough about the relationship shit. Let's get on to the actual fucking part of this relationship and the timeline and what happened and how freaky deaky we started off with the pool. That was pretty uh, interesting in public. And um, the head in the car, we did that a lot, a lot. Um, I gave him head in a parking lot by his apartment complex, like, right out of the door of his car. Uh, that was hot. Um, <laughs> I have a few toys. Not not many. Um, I have a crop. That is my favorite, favorite tool that was gifted to me. Oh, she's all reliable. I fucking love that bitch. He used that quite frequently. Um... Yeah, it was really fucking hot. And got some handcuffs. Used those. And I bent them. <laughs> because shit went down. And yeah, could not control it. Sorry. And when we went to Houston together. Um, 
we had got a ball gag, which I totally fucking needed because that hotel room night was fucking bananas and I put all of my gear on. I put the handcuffs. I put um, oh, a special piece of jewelry he gave me on and I sat on the bed and I was like super cute. I had a yeah. I had a collar and leash on um, because I'm into that and I still have the collar and that is the last thing I own from that relationship because I ripped up a stuffed animal the day he told me he was with another bitch. I like rage ripped it apart with my knife. Um, yeah, but still have the collar. Don't think I'll ever get rid of it. I might, who knows, but... I mean, that really means a lot to me, and I'm going to have it for a while, and no one else is going to put it on me. I'm not going to use it with anybody else out of respect, and I still love him. I mean, even now, even though he broke my fucking heart and I broke his, yeah, um, anyway, back to the kinky shit, um, I had a little bullet that I got from Target. He used that quite frequently. Oh, and it was great. So great. And then we got another bullet from the sex shop that had like a little control to it, but it was wired so he could like control it and fucking oof, tie me up and control it and make me fucking score like a bitch. Ugh. When I say he had had magic hands, baby, literally any time he would touch me with his hands, it was over. Like he had to put towels down. Shit was too much. Um, I am not exaggerating. I have never in my life been figured that well before ever. And I don't think anybody can top it. Honestly, with the fingers, hell no. And I didn't like to be eaten out because, I don't know, I was self-conscious and, like, I'm not the thinnest bitch ever. And I, I'm just, like, personally, I wouldn't want to do it to myself. So, like, I don't want you to do it. But he was really into that. But I was like, nah, I'll try something else, dude. And then he used his hands a lot. So that was the compromise, really. Um, yeah. I have yet to make... I have yet to meet a dude that could eat me out and make me come from that. Like, invitations open, but every dude is like, no, that's my specialty. That's my favorite fucking thing. It don't mean that <laughs> you can get me to. Like, yeah. Every dude is like, I fucking love eating pussy. Can you do it correctly, though? Can you actually make me come from <laughs> eating me out? Because no one has yet. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm a tough nut when it comes to that. But hands. Oof. I love being fingered. Even more than being eaten out. Like. Mm. And that's maybe why I have a little bit of a hand fetish. Like. To be honest. I look at hands. And. If they're like slender and long. And veiny. Oh Yes. Oh, yes, Lord. 
Um, also, I have a thing with like black uh, latex gloves. That's why I can see your veins in the gloves. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I have a hand fetish. Just putting that out there. Um, yeah. Other than the hand stuff, though. Um, he was great at fucking, too. Like, he wanted to do anal so fucking bad, though. Like every dude. And he, like, couldn't even get half of his dick in. Because I am such an anal virgin. Like, it fucking hurts, first of all. Second of all, it's just a lot of pressure. Like, it's hard to explain. It's a lot of pressure in your ass. And you're like, I want it, but my body is no. It's like, fuck off. So, what are you gonna do? Um, yeah. Clap cheeks a lot. He did my favorite fucking position. Ugh. Without me even fucking asking, dude. Without me asking was the best thing ever. I love that shit. When we got back together the second time, my body missed him so much I can't even explain it. But he still knew exactly what the fuck to do and where to hit it. And like, oof, it was magic. I very much recommend uh, relationship sex because you get to know that person's body <sighs> and their little switches and oof. Yeah. Um, my favorite position, though, that he would do without even asking was we'd be fucking like normal and then he would fucking flip me over, put my legs together and, like, fuck me, but I was literally laying flat on the bed with my legs together, like, ass kind of up, but not really, like, enough where he could get his dick in, you know what I'm saying? But, like, oof, it was so nice, and he just, like, held me down, and oof, it was great. It was my favorite. And no one else has really done that, so... Props to M. <laughs> he was just perfect at fucking like. Mm. Anyway, let me get, let me get straight. Uh, <laughs> let me quit thinking about that shit. I just hope that other bitch understands how fucking lucky she is. Like, in every way to have him and I hope I can meet somebody that does that again that like learns what I like and cares if I nut and how many times I nut <laughs> because it was nice like having somebody to give a shit about you and yeah I don't know This one's kind of long and emotional and maybe boring to y'all. I really could give a fuck less because this is the most, uh, the most I have actually loved somebody and have it end for 
silly reasons, but in nonetheless. So yeah. Um there's there was several kinky things. He was very much um a dominant like super dom and a huge ass sadist and I am not a masochist I I like pain but to a certain point and he didn't have that like meter he just loved hurting people and I get it we talked about it before we ever fucked and I felt like I was kind of holding him back a little bit because I was such a little baby bitch. But, for example, like when he used the crop, um, I have certain rules, which are really stupid, but that's how I like it. And that's what turns me the fuck on. It's like, it can't be just fucking wailing on my ass like 10 little swats in a row. You cannot do that. It has to be like evenly paced. And you have to put an even amount of counts of uh, hits on each ass cheek. Like, if it's uneven, I would be like, even it out, please. I can't. Because then I'll focus on it and then it'll just be pain. It won't be pleasure as well. It'll just be like, ow, my left ass cheek hurts more than my right ass cheek. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was distracting. So, uh, he learned that. And it was great. Um, I hope somebody understands and relates and listens to this and is like, fuck yeah, I need me a kinky ass bitch in a relationship. And all them fuck boys can actually fuck off. Or girls, fuck girls, who knows. Little thotties. Um, yeah. The next one... Um, I'm not really sure what the next one will be, but we'll see. Cause I have a dick appointment Wednesday and I'll probably put it out Wednesday and tell y'all how it goes. Um, I, it's going to be real hard for me to get over this relationship. Um, but honestly the best way to do that is to fucking move on and I just hope I can find somebody who was half as good as he was at that shit and it's half as kinky you know what I'm saying like I cannot have a vanilla ass relationship I would fucking cry but anywho's that's all for this one um follow me on my instagram sex stories pod um I'm still working on my OnlyFans, bros. Like, they're still fucking up my bank account shit. And it's pissing me off. And it takes 24 to 48 hours to verify it every fucking time. So, hopefully, it'll verify it. And I'll keep y'all updated. But, for now, it's still in the in the startup phase. Haven't posted anything yet. Because I literally can't. Um, but, yeah. Check it out when it's actually up and running. It's going to be Brianna Angel or Brianna underscore Angel. At OnlyFans, what's good? What's popping? Send me money. I'm poor. 
I'm a poor ass whore. Um, <laughs> if you like this podcast, keep listening. I mean, I'm sure I'll have interesting stories for a while. Um, and if I run out, then I'll ask my friends, see if they're brave enough to uh, come on here and tell me their best, their worst, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, but as of right now, I only have one that could possibly, who's brave enough. So we'll see how that goes. But until then, uh, stay motherfucking sexy, bitches. But yeah, I felt tied down and I was not feeling it. So I ended it and I was a fucking moron because that's when those uh, four from the plant, I fucked with them. In the previous episode, the ones I was talking about, yeah, that was during that time. Um, it it hurt when it first happened because I did love him, but I couldn't help feeling how I felt, and I it was literally nothing he did. It was just how I felt, and I broke his little heart, and I felt like ass and a half for a long time a long long time um yeah anyway (laughs) get emotional sorry uh we had split for a while a few months i think it was like three or four months i i don't know it was a little bit but we eventually got back together and I apologized and I was like look I was young and I mean I'm still young but I was just like look I would rather have a relationship and be loyal to somebody than all these fuck boys that don't give me shit and the sex was totally different when you're in a relationship and I know everybody knows that blah but for you those that don't like it is so much better when you're in a relationship. Yeah, it can get stale sometimes, but I mean, if you're like mixing that shit up, like it should be the best because one, they know you. They know what you like, they know how you like it, what speed, how long. Baby, they know. They know your body, and you don't even have to ask. They just do it. And ugh, it's the best. And fuck boys, all they want is their nut. They ain't worried about your nut. They want theirs. And then they can fucking dip. Literally. So, fuck that shit. I like relationship dick. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah. When we first got back together, I apologized. And I was like, I was stupid. Please take me back. And he's like... It's going to be a little bit before I can trust you. I was like, I totally get it. I totally understand. It's fine. But the first day we got back together, we fucked like four times in a row and then ate dinner and then went back upstairs and fucked like two more times. It was great. And we missed each other so fucking much physically and mentally, I feel like, that it was just like, overwhelming that day and oof oof 
that was a good day, man. That was a really good day. Anyway. So that kept going on for a while. Um, the only thing that was different was how he was acting. Like, not actively um, saying anything or doing anything that, like, made it hard. But it was just, like, passive things that I was like, why the fuck am I planning the dates? Why the fuck am I the one driving all this time to, like, see you taking off early from work to see you making all this fucking effort to see you and I am not getting it in return I understand that I live with my parents and it's hard to do that but honestly you could literally like bring me lunch one day um let me suck your dick in the parking lot on my break because I asked him to do that and he never showed up I'm like do you not want that do you not want to come down and have me suck your dick during my break and then have me go back to work with cum in my throat? Is that not sexy as fuck to you? Because it is to me. That's fucking hot. Anyway, that just things like that. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Why? And it went on for a while. And I was like, so upset at the end of it because I was literally doing everything I could um I planned this one perfect date I swear to god it was the most perfect date of my life I don't think I mean I probably will top it eventually but not anytime soon because that shit was bomb as fuck um I had a little picnic basket that had glasses in it and a cutting board and um little napkins and it was real cute still have it anyway i packed that up um i got cheese i got crackers and grapes and beef jerky because that was his favorite and that shit was fucking expensive and um i forgot what else i got but that shit was bomb as fuck it was like kind of healthy and it was outside in literally the perfect weather. Um, I put flowers in his beard. We listened to music while we sat on the blanket. I found a four-leaf clover on this date. Like, it was the perfect date. And I planned it all. I was like, yo, why the fuck am I the one doing this shit? I want somebody to do, to do that for me. Like, I'm a huge-ass romantic, and I am so exhausted of being the only one that even tries to do anything romantic. Like, in every relationship I've been in. But especially um, that period in that relationship. Like, I was really drained, and... One day, I finally asked him, I was like, yo, why am I the one doing all this shit? Are you just not feeling it? Like, what the fuck is going on? And this was after we had started planning on moving in together and all this shit and talking about how 
how we would like to be together for a long time and like possible, possible engagement down the road. Like it was getting fucking serious and my parents hated, hated that I wanted to move in with him. And I was like, look, first of all, I have to move out anyway. So there's that. Second of all, I want to move in with him. He, I love him. I literally love this dude. And I want to be around him all the time. And yeah, like we were even talking about fucking big ass BDSM contraptions that we can get together and like have. And when they come over, they would be embarrassed as fuck. Like, it was on that level. And then I asked him, I was like, yo, what's up? What's the deal? And he told me he didn't feel the same way. Like, he was so hurt from the first breakup that he couldn't let that shit go. Even though I'm busting ass trying to make up for it and trying to show him that I do love him, like, completely. And he was just like, I don't, I just need time and all this shit. And I was like, I, at that point, I was just so mentally done. I was like, I don't know what else to do, dude. Honestly, I don't want to sign a lease with you. And then you possibly not feel the same way. And us just fucking living together anyway, for the sake of the lease. And it being awkward as shit. Or, like, it was a gamble. It was, like, 50-50. Like, he could love me again like he did before. He could forget about it. Or he could still have that. And he didn't know if he could get over it or not. And I'm like, why would I take that risk? Like, no, I'm not going to move in with you if you feel that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck. Anyway, um, I was really emotional (laughs) and I was like you know what maybe it's for the best maybe we shouldn't be together you know like you're not being romantic I am all this shit and even though we are super sexually compatible that's not all a relationship is so we broke it off again and god damn it i'm an idiot but my naive ass was like maybe we can still be friends after this oh and baby story motherfucking me time like this is how freaky deaky this fucking relationship is i know i haven't gone into it that much but i will after all the recap and all this but um I broke up with him and it was super like it was emotional at first and then we kind of laughed it off and then I was like you know what I want one more for the road so he came in my fucking car and I gave him head when we broke up like literally the day we broke up before I left I gave him head and He was like, I never broken up with anybody like that before. I was like, now you can't be mad at me. Like, I mean, it was kind of a great way to end it. 
but it's very rare. Like, you have to have the right chemistry with a person to even suggest that shit. And, I mean, it fucking, it was great for me and him at the time. And I was just like, fuck, this is great. Anyway, we ended it. Of course I cried. Of course I did. But not super caught up. Like, caught up in my feelings about it. Until, um, like a, like a month and a half went by and I was still consistently trying to like see him and be like, Hey, do you want to like meet up for lunch or something? Or do you like want to be fuck buddies? Like I still wanted to be his friend and see him and all this shit and have him in my life because I still loved him. I still do now. But, like, letting him go was too much for me. I could not let him go because I loved him. And all those feelings were still there, even though he didn't really uh, trust me. And, yeah. Anyway, um, it was a month and a half. And he kept avoiding my shit. Like, avoiding these meetups and fucking and all that shit and I was like yo what is the deal why do you keep fucking blowing me off and he didn't say anything and one day I was like all right um I'm gonna come over since I'm off work and I'm just gonna say hi to your roommate and to you and just see y'all and he's like I don't think that's a good idea and I was like why not question mark and he was like I'm in a relationship. And I was like, (laughs) excuse me, bitch. Repeat that shit. He's like, I'm in a relationship. And I was like, okay, how long has that been going on? Bitch, he said a month. A month. And we had been broken up a month and a half. Oh my God. The day I got that text, I cried for hours, dude. Like, I got off work at, I think it was 8.30, cried all the way home, 30 minutes home, cried, uh, talked to the parents, which was a fucking mistake, because all they said was, um, basically he's a piece of shit and all that, and I was like, I don't want to hear that shit, I still love him, it just fucking hurts, and y'all need to quit talking shit, because... Y'all don't even know. Like, y'all have met him maybe five times in a year that we have been together. Y'all don't know this man. I do. Fuck off. Anyway, so I went to my room and I cried for more, more and more hours. I actually cried myself to sleep. Woke up. (laughs) I had cried so much. My eyes were almost swollen shut. And it was fucking bad, dude. I put tea bags on my eyes. I put ice on my eyes and a cold rag. Like, I tried everything and my shit was still swollen, even at work. And they're like, are you okay? And I was like, fuck, no, I'm, I'm really not. <laughs> but that was really fucking rough. It still is rough because I have to drive by his fucking street every day. But I try not to look in 
try not to think about it. But when I do, I get really fucking emotional like I'm doing right now. I'm trying not to cry. Oh, but it's fine. Honestly, I do want him to be happy. And I know I was like, there was some good parts in our relationship. And we, we were so similar, but in reality, I feel like it caused him more heartache than anything else. Even like all the good memories and all that shit, I feel like it caused him more pain than good memories. And that is not good. (laughs) And I really want him to be happy because that's what he deserves. And I'm getting really emotional now and I'm trying not to, Jesus Christ. But yeah, um, and then after all this went down, I was like, I need to see you one last time for closure because that hit me like a fucking train and I wanted to say goodbye to you properly and he's like well I gotta tell her I was like fucking fine whatever so he told her and she was not happy about it of course but fuck that bitch even though she's not a bitch I'm sure but I was mad I was like fuck that hoe I've been with you a year she's been with you like a month fuck that bitch I know you more than she does any fucking way now I'm mad (laughs) Uh, he ended up seeing me, and it was all good at first. It was all real happy and, like, cordial. And then I took him to my car again and got him away from the roommates and actually, like, had a serious conversation. And that shit was rough. <laughs> um, He told me all about her, how they met, what she looks like, showed me a picture. Um all this jazz and I was like is she as kinky as me and he's like hell no and I was like that's all I needed to know baby that is literally it um he's like no she's pretty vanilla but she wants to try kink and all this and I was like she could try I mean honey can try we all gotta start somewhere but oof it's gonna be hard to beat me baby but anyway not to brag humble brag but I was just curious and I wanted to know. And then he told me something that I really did not want to know. Um, Kind of broke my fucking heart a little bit. Which is really stupid. But he told me that she had a nickname for him. And she told all her girlfriends already about him. And she called him Magic Hands Mike. And I was so pissed off at the audacity of this bitch like I know she doesn't know me from Adam and I don't know her either but the fact that she has that nickname for a dude that I have dated for almost a year and I know how his hands are literal magic I was so jealous that somebody else got to experience that shit and it fucking triggered me. It still triggers me. Like, I am trying not to cry right now. But, fuck. Because it's one thing when you're a fuckboy and all this shit. But it's another when you trust and love somebody. And you know exactly how they are. And what their moves are. And, like, what their specialties are. His specialty was his hands. 
he could make, I'm sure, any bitch squirt. Like, me several times. <laughs> yeah. It just fucking wrecked me, dude. Um, Because I felt like she had no right to know that about him. But, yeah. 